It's a goal! He's done it! Yeah, what a shot! This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Just Sports. Hello and welcome to Just Sports and it's been quite an eventful week uh, in the world of sports and I have with me my good friend Rahul. Rahul, how are you doing? I'm very well, Summer. How are you? I'm also doing well. It's been quite an eventful week between Virat Kohli and Steve Smith and Sebastian Vettel and Lionel Messi. Yes, lots lots to talk about. It's been a, a, an eventful week in sports, I think. It has been, actually. So, yes, we're going to talk about the just-concluded India-Australia series where Australia lost, India won. We're going to talk about Sebastian Vettel and are Ferrari going to launch a challenge to Mercedes this year and Lionel Messi. Pretty uncharacteristic behavior from him and Argentina suffering uh, in the bargain. So, Raul, let's start with cricket. I told you so. It's not going to be easy. Yes, you did. And, uh, you know, um, in the end, it it was very disappointing from Australia on that that third day. On that third day, absolutely. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, if you had said... 2-1 2-1 India um, when the test series started I think people would have said no way it's going to be 3-0 or 4-0 to India and uh, you know fair play to the Aussies I mean they, they, they fought very hard I mean both with bat and ball um, they fought very very hard throughout the series and, and I oh, think one thing, you know the one thing Rahul which was interesting about the series was that you know it was one session or two sessions that actually changed the whole game yeah no no, no. I mean I mean Australia unfortunately have, have been like that they've been a team like that for the last three or four years where you know one bad session and uh, you know they, they lose wickets very very quickly and I think that that was always the worry um, about them going into the series um, I do, though, think that in in Dharamshala, though, that uh, Australia missed a trick. I, I think that I think that they were they were they were slightly defensive with their team selection, and I think they missed a fast bowler um, on that pitch. Um, and I think that had they had an extra fast bowler, um, I think it would have made a lot of difference. And India you played. Know, I think I honestly think Raul that you know I mean. We we have to, we have we talk about the we talk about Indian batsmen. Indian batsmen get all the credit. But the Dharamsala match was won by the bowlers. Fair without, and square. Without doubt. I mean, you know, without a, doubt. A, I think, uh, you know, it was a very good decision uh, to go in with five bowlers. And, uh, you know, I think for me, the unsung hero of the entire series for India was Omesh Yadav. I, I think. Exactly. I, I think he bowled brilliantly throughout the series. And he, and he bowled fantastically in, in Dharamsala as well and got India the wickets that they needed to then put pressure on the Australian. Um, batting order. So no, I mean, you know, I, I think that um, India deserved the series. They played uh, the better cricket, I think, in for the last two and a half tests. Um, Australia will regret um, that last day in Bangalore. I think that they will regret um, the third day in Dharamsala. But you know, th- these are things that they're a young team. These are things that they learn from. Yeah, but I think I think hats off. I think uh, huge credit to the Indian bowlers. And especially the pace bowlers. Oh no, without doubt, without doubt. Without a doubt, and and absolutely, I think Kuldeep Yadav, you know, was the find of Dharamsala, and and he bowled beautifully in that first innings. He bowled really, really well. I was very impressed with his control, and I think that you know his big thing now is is that you know he had he had the element of surprise in Dharamsala, 
where perhaps people hadn't seen him before. And, you know, his progress will now be on how he can get batsmen out after they've had a look at him. Um, yeah, but I was also, I was also, Rahul, a little disappointed with, you know, what happened off the field, you know, and Virat Kohli going and making a statement like, Australians are no longer my friends. And at the end of it, Steve Smith turned out to be the most graceful one. He's the one who apologized for his behavior. And I thought Virat Kohli could have been more graceful. I, I'm, 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 I know I'm, I'm probably going to get hate mail for this, but... Um, Virat Kohli is just, um, he's just such a child. He, he's such an immature child. Um, you know, the game's over. You've won the series. Um, you know, this is where you, you, you show a little bit of magnanimity. This is where you show a little bit of grace. You know, you stand up, yeah, it was a hard series. Um, you know, we all said a few things that perhaps we shouldn't have, but you know what? It's okay. It, it, it happens on the field and, you know, we leave it on the field. But you know, it seems like he just wants to ratchet those tensions up and and play. Like I said, I, I think he plays to the gallery an awful lot. I think he knows that the news media are expecting things like that from him, and I, I think he, he goes ahead and says it. Um, and also, and also, I think Rahul. I mean, nobody's going to talk about it, but except for Shane Watson, he doesn't have an Australian in 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 the, in the RCB. So. You know he's going to he's going to face them as opposition even in the IPL. Yeah, but I mean I, I think you know Steve Smith. Fair enough. I mean he came out onto the pitch and he said, you know what? Sometimes the 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 situation got the better of me, and it's something that I need to learn from. And you know I apologize for my behavior. I mean you know it it, it happens. I mean it happens to all of us. Virat Kohli cannot stand there and you know just because he's the captain of India stand there and tell me that he's never abused anybody on the field. I mean come on, give me a break. The Indians are no saints themselves, you know. They abuse, they sledge. Throughout the series, they've done it. They've given as good as they've got. Now, in that situation, what's the big deal? Yeah, especially Virat Kohli. I mean, Virat Kohli can't ever possibly be be painted as a saint, or he's never behaved like one. So, I mean, I I, I can't I, I can't understand a lot of the stuff that has gone off on off the field as far as i'm concerned the stuff that has gone off all off the field has just been fueled by virat kohli and uh if you ask me a really petulant personality and i don't think that's uh, you know as i he's a great player he's pro he's, he's going to become a much better captain but I'm afraid I can't take him very seriously as a leader of men until he learns to find a little bit of grace. And also, I think the, the, the thing people are forgetting is that, you know, now we're going to only play away from the country and the next one year is going to be really tough on Virat Kohli and the boys. Yeah, no, no, it, is, it is going to be tough. And, and But, you know, I think Kohli thrives off that stuff, which is why he behaves the way he does. I think that it is something that, you know, he's got a certain internal mechanism that just ticks over when 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 he can force these situations um and you know that's fine i mean every everybody's entitled to sort of try and get but i just think that w when you're captain of 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 a of a team um i just think that you know you should have a little bit more class than that as far as i'm concerned i mean i mean his his press conference at the end of the game a, a game that he didn't play in by the way i would like to i would like to remind everybody a game he didn't play in um, I'm sorry, but it was just classless. No, it was just a, it was just a bloody letdown. You do not expect that from the captain of India. Um, not not when he didn't play in the game. I mean, he didn't play the game. Absolutely, Raul. So yeah, we won the series, but it was a hard-fought one. And, and India, India rightfully deserved that place as the best team in the world. There's no question about it. We are the best team in the world. We're the best cricket team in the world um, in Test matches. But 
The real challenge for this Indian team begins now. Now we've played everybody at home. And now we're going to go out of the country and play. Absolutely. I mean, away from Asia will be the big challenge, but that's only only happened post IPL. So for the moment, let's enjoy this moment, Rahul. Yep. We won. And moving on to Formula One. Sebastian Vettel, uh, Ferrari, they look like a different team. I mean, Ferrari looked like a different machine. It, the, the car looked different. The car was far more powerful than what I saw last year. And I feel that Ferrari will give Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes a run for their money. I mean, they, they, the car was powerful enough. Yeah, I think the expectation was, I mean, all through qualifying, um, you know, Hamilton, 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 Hamilton. I think the expectation was that he was going to run away with the, with the race. But, uh, you know, Ferrari obviously have gone away and, and, and they've had a number of years of, of being sort of stuck, you know, in the, in the wilderness as it was of, of Formula One or at least not really competing um, at the top. Um, and they've always gone away and, and, and thought about what they needed to do. They've come back with a much better car. Um, and, uh, you know, Vettel went away and he, he, he drove well. I mean, he drove really, really well and... and Fair play to the guy who deserved to win. Yeah, I really feel, I really want, you know, I think as a Formula 1 lover and someone who's followed the sport for a long time, Rahul, I really want Ferrari to come back because, yes, it is Ferrari at the end of the day. And number two, I think Formula 1 was lacking competition. I mean, you need two guys fighting it out at the top. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we had that last... Uh... Last season, didn't we? Where, where you know, it was uh, two guys. Yeah, but they were both. But they were both Mercedes drivers. Yeah, yeah agreed. And and but, but you know, they they were both. But at least you had that that sort of you know they're neck to neck going against whatever, whatever. I think that's just increased. Uh, I think about you know tenfold when they're from different um, uh, teams. Absolutely. Teams and. Uh, you know, if, if Ferrari can keep the car stable, now obviously Australia is is lovely driving conditions, um, but if the can, Ferrari can keep the car stable, um, you know, they look like they've got a good chance of, of competing now with uh, with the Mercedes team. Yeah, and I think it's going to be an interesting Formula 1 season also because, I mean, it's, it's under the new ownership and, and stuff. So, yeah. you know, anything that happens for the sport in terms of competition will be good, but I'm looking forward to this because... I like the look of the Ferrari car and I like the look of the way Vettel was doing and doing the driving. So, you know, they're not going to be pushovers as they have been for the last couple of seasons, Raul. No, and I think that, you know, it, it's as good a start as you could have hoped for for the Formula One season. Hamilton didn't win, Mercedes didn't win, somebody else won. And now Mercedes have got to sort of respond to that. And, you know, hopefully it'll be a, a, a nice, long, competitive season, both on the driver's side as well, on the, on the on the team side as well. Absolutely. And moving on from Formula 1 to Lionel Messi. He's been banned for four games. Um, you know, Raul, watching Messi or watching Ronaldo, you know, I always sense a sense of frustration amongst them of being stuck with, you know, between club and country. And when they play for country, they're just so out of the pace. They're just so out of it. And, you know, this was actually an outburst that was waiting to happen for Messi because he has always been frustrated with the Argentinian team. He's always been frustrated, you know, at not winning the big championships. And right now, without Messi, Argentina might not even qualify for the World Cup. Yeah, Argentina are in a real, they're in a real mess, aren't they? I mean, I think they're fifth or sixth now in that in that qualifying yeah, they, lost, they, lost to, they lost to Bolivia yeah they're, they're fifth or sixth they're right down there and I, I think either they're in the last place for qualifying where they'd have to face a playoff or or they're out of the, the qualifying places um, and now they don't have Messi for the next four games and I think that puts Messi basically out of qualifying because I think there are only four games left um, 
And it's going to be a huge ask. Now, what's interesting, I think, is that supposing Messi doesn't play the last four games and suppose Argentina win them all, um, you know, now do we call into question how Argentina play uh, with Messi? Because I have a feeling that, you know, a lot of the way that a lot of Argentina's problems over the last, you know, 10 years that Messi's been in the team, I, I think a lot of the problems are, are Messi himself um, and the way that the team shapes up to play with Messi in it. Um, and I'd be really, really interested to see now how they set up without him. Um, because if they win now without him, um, it throws up lots of questions about what happens if they do finally make the World Cup. Yeah, because we, we, you know, we seem to forget that you know, you have in Argentina, you have a Sergio Aguero. You already have a Di Maria. I mean, both good attacking players and goal scorers. Argentina have got some wonderful players. In fact, over the last 10 years, um, they probably have had the most talented of squads, international squads. But, you know, it's just they, they've never really managed to, to take that, that step. And... Uh, you know, now they're really struggling. And, you know, if you contrast that with with Brazil, and Brazil hit rock bottom and then fell off a cliff um, when they got, you know, hammered in their own home World Cup and then didn't even make the second phase of the Copa America. But if you look at those boys now, they're absolutely flying. I mean, they, they, they thrashed Uruguay away from home. And, you know, some of the goals that they scored yet this morning against Paraguay, I mean, they are... Neymar's goal against Paraguay, he runs the whole length of the pitch and scores. I mean, they are playing blistering football at the moment. And that is because, unlike in the 2014 World Cup, where Brazil basically were kick the ball to Neymar and hope he does something, they're not, they're not like that anymore. You know, Tite's got them playing proper football, you know, when Neymar is just a player in the team. And I think that makes a whole lot of difference. That's the point. And that's the point I was trying to make, Rahul, when I began the discussion of saying that this over-dependence on a Ronaldo or a Messi for obvious commercial reasons more than just footballing reasons. No, no, absolutely. You, know, you can you can see that in Portugal as well. I mean, since since they won the Euro the Euros um, last year, I mean, it's almost like a burden has been lift for, lifted from Ronaldo. He's no longer this sort of surly, sulky figure on the field. And he, I think the Portuguese um, management have realized, oh, wait, hang on a minute, we've got some halfway decent players otherwise as well. Because, again, they won that, that final also, without him. They won it without Messi Ronaldo. Also, you know, I was, watching the, I was watching a replay of the incident at the assistant referee. It was almost like, Rahul, the frustration of not being able to win the cup for so long. You know, is actually weighing him down when he plays for Argentina. No, no, it, it does. There, there's, I, I find, I, I have no doubt in my mind that, um, you know, the burden of of not having delivered on the international stage weighs extremely heavily on Lionel Messi, and I'm not sure that he's ever going to get it taken off. Um, I'm not sure that it's in his if you want to call it destiny, but I, I don't think it's in his destiny to ever get it off um, because he's, he's not getting any younger and Argentina don't seem to be getting any better. Okay, so it's going to be interesting to see the next four games for Argentina and that's it that we have this time from Just Sports, but our next edition is going to be the IPL special. We'll be analyzing each and every team. We'll be talking about the stars. We'll be talking about the IPL. It's the IPL season, guys. 
Raul, it's time to just go back home every evening, grab a beer and watch cricket. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, um, I, I am looking forward to the IPL. Uh, and I can't wait for next week when we can sit down and hopefully I'll get a prediction from Samar Khan as to who he thinks will win the IPL. <laughs> I got the Australia one right, but yeah, I'll doff, I'll, 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 I'll put on my, my, my uh, thinking cap and I'll think about it till next week, Raul. And then we will see, we'll exchange notes on that one. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Raul, thank you very much. Yeah. It was great again talking to you. It's great fun, like always, on Just Sports. And do keep writing into us. But like we say, if it's a penalty, if it's a goal or if it's a hole-in-one, we'll cover it for you. This is it, guys. Take care and uh, see you again next week. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.